she knew he was going to want some of just didn't she didn't know he wanted to fuck <laughs> so the guy was carrying the money because she felt like she probably couldn't stop the nigga from doing what he was doing. <laughs> Hello knockouts, Tanya TKO here. And I came across something that was so disturbing that I had to stop everything that I was doing and make this video. You know that clip that's going around of Lil Wayne and 50 Cent laughing and joking about exotic women and angry black women and everybody is up in arms? Well, I heard him mention something about his mother and I felt like that was something that needed to be expounded upon. But as I was scrubbing through this video, I was stunned that nobody else is talking about this because in that very same podcast, they were laughing and joking about rape. And we live in such a rape culture that 50 Cent will joke about rape. Little Wayne will cackle rolling around laughing about it. The Shade Room will listen to the podcast and promote the part about colorism and angry black womanism and none of the other vloggers that I listen to and I'm hearing are talking about this rape part. And then on top of all of that, YouTube and Facebook will demonetize this video for even mentioning the word rape. But I don't care because this is a conversation that needs to be had. So make sure that you share this video with men, women, boys, and girls. And let's start this national conversation about consent. And because this video will be demonetized, thank you for supporting my channel by going to Amazon and buying my self-love affirmations workbook. And thank you for coming to my website and investing in my hypnotherapeutic MP3s. And thank you for clicking on the podcast tab and contributing to this show monthly. It is your support that allows this independent broadcast to be able to bring the controversial topics and the informative topics that you love to hear and share. So let's jump right into it. I'm going to play this video and I want you to let me know if you heard what I heard. And then afterwards, we're going to come back and discuss. Real shit. Mike told me, look, the first time this nigga had a rape charge. Look, this the first time Mike Tyson was charged while well, he had somebody who was claiming he raped, he raped him. Yeah. Floyd was paying for that bitch lawyer. What? At that, he was paying for girls saying Mike Tyson raped him. Stop, man. See, while you see him, the nigga, at this present moment, the one that would be the one that be all about the money. It's the money. It hurt him. So watch Mike when he was the nigga and he was all about the money and he had the money. So he said, when the girl claimed that Mike raped her, Mike ran into, ran into the girl and she changed her mind. Now Mike, look, he a lot of things. This is a tough nigga, Mike. This is a tough nigga to him, for like for real. But this nigga, he like a bitch he buy a forerunner, right? He like her, so he bought a bitch of a car, right? All right. Now, what the fuck you think she gonna do to reciprocate that appreciation? Hey, what's she gonna do? She has nothing. This motherfucker wanna suck a dick or fuck you. <laughs> she wanna do something to reciprocate how she feels about what you just did for her. The porn. Right. And nigga might get communication problems. She knew he was gonna want some of some pussy so but he just didn't she didn't know he wanted to fuck in the ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So it got a little carried away because she felt like she probably couldn't stop the nigga from doing what he was doing. But the, end of the, day, 
at the end of the day, what really fucking happened is he met this bitch, he liked this bitch, he hung out with her, and he bought the motherfucker for <laughs> And that, then this nigga paid for somebody to create that confusion because he was jealous at that point, man. <laughs> the nigga was the nigga at that point, man. If anybody's confused, Mike Tyson did. All right, that was just so disturbing to listen to. But I got eight Arbitals all together. How many did you get? I'm going to go in order of how I heard them and let's compare notes. You can write yours in the comments and let me see what I didn't pick up on that you picked up on. Uh, so let's jump into my first one is Mike Tyson is a convicted rapist. He served time in prison for raping 18 year old Desiree Washington. And it's like... 50 Cent is talking about the first time he was accused of, of rape. There, there have been a string of women who have come forward. And look, there are some men who have their time in Hollywood and in sports and never get rape accusations. But Mike Tyson, it's like, how much more do we need when we see that there are some men who are constantly having allegations of sexual misconduct, assault, and all types of things, sexual battery, and all types of things floating around them, but yet we still continue to make excuses for them. Somebody once told me, huh, 62 women came out and accused Bill Cosby of being a rapist and people still didn't want to believe. One or two men accuse a woman of being a hoe and all of a sudden that's written in stone. It's like how many people need to come forward and say, listen, this person assaulted me. Well, look, how many women need to come forward? So listen, that was my first arbitral because, you know, it's like we have Little Wayne, a survivor of childhood sexual assault, discussing Mike Tyson, a survivor of childhood sexual assault, conversing with 50 Cent, who's been arrested multiple times for domestic violence, also discussing Floyd Mayweather, who also has been arrested multiple times for domestic violence. And it's like we have this toxicity loop where I'm just, I'm just, I'm so stunned at people like Wayne, who survived sexual assault himself, laughing about allegations of somebody else's sexual assault. But this is the cognitive dissonance that we, that we know all too well. So let's go. Number, number two, 50 Cent is trying to make it seem like Floyd Mayweather assisting someone with their legal fees is equivalent to him putting the person up to whatever it is that he was assisting them with the legal fees for. Perhaps he heard about her legal troubles and not being able to, to judiciously fight a person like Mike Tyson in the courts. And maybe he had beef with Tyson. I don't know. But those two are a false equivalence. Three, Mike Tyson ran into her and then she changed her mind and somehow 50 Cent thinks of this as some sort of vindication and then in the very next sentence he talks about how tough Tyson is and I'm like why is it that he's not able to see how threatening it could be for a person who is look first of all Mike Tyson was the heavyweight champion of the world at the time young in his prime and prone to violent streaks. This person already had a run-in with him where she claims that she was a victim of his assault. And then he, quote-unquote, happens to bump into her outside. And whatever it is that took place in that interaction, afterwards she was like, you know what, I'm not even going to go forward with this. And I personally find that troubling. I don't think of that as a vindication. I think of that as possible intimidation. Number four, 50 Cent says he's a lot of things. And then he cut himself off. And I'm glad that he didn't go further into that train of thought because, listen, let me just tell you this right now. Don't gamble on other people's penises. Don't gamble on anybody else's genitals because it's like, 
what we tend to do is we tend to think of what it is that we know of a person and then equate that to whatever happens behind the scenes. Rape is not a crime of passion. It's a crime of control. And it is, and there's a lot of reasons why people rape. And, you, and there's a lot of ways that rape takes place. Far too many of us have this romanticized idea of the, you know, the, the, the romance novel rapes and the, the violent rapes that they show on TV when most rapes happen in the quiet of night with people who are more afraid of being further harmed and they just, they freeze and they allow what happens to happen because they don't want to get hurt further because they already know they're outgunned. They know they're outmanned. You're already in an intimate, an intimate, vulnerable situation with a person who is much larger and much stronger than you are. What point does it make to, to stay there fighting? Oh, and then who's going to fight Mike Dyson? You're already nude. What you going to do? You, you want to fight Mike Dyson in the buff? Get knocked out and then not know what happened to you? Please. Listen, let's go forward. Let's go forward. Five. Is it is it just me or is it troubling to anybody else that he supplants the word woman with the word bitch? It's like he 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 interchanges them so with with such effortless ease that I'm actually concerned about his dehumanization of women, and I think that the two go hand in hand. His stance on rape, little Wayne cackling over there in the background, and how he, with all of this evidence, the man is already, listen, this is 2020, we already know Mike Tyson is a convicted rapist. So we're sitting here in 2020, pretending like we don't know that this man served time in prison, and then we're going to start making jokes about the first time that someone accused him of rape, and, and P.S. There were other women who accused him of rape. First of all, Desiree Washington didn't get any truck. The other young lady, look, Bill Cosby's daughter, accused him of sexual assault. She didn't get a truck. So this narrative that he's trying to paint is one in which this was some, some sort of transaction that Tyson was entering into with these women. And that actually brings us into number six, because he's like, what else is she going to do to reciprocate? She has nothing. Did you pick up on that? She has nothing? Reciprocate for what? It's like when a person buys you a gift, whatever it is that took place that inspired them into going out and getting the gift was already payment enough. Perhaps it was her stunning beauty, her allure, who knows, but whatever it is that he felt that he needed, he got that beforehand. So there's no other, there's no other reciprocation necessary. He, he's not owed anything. If she chooses to, that's of her own choice and volition. She is a whole human being, a complete person. And the fact that 50 Cent is saying that as a whole human, she has nothing. And this is the mindset that I'm telling you about, how he doesn't, he doesn't really see her as a human, that he sees these interactions as transactional. Like, of course, you know, I have this and you as B-I-T-C-H, you really have nothing except what's between your legs. What about, what about sparkling personality? What about divine femininity? What about the, I mean, we all know about the Egyptian goddess Cleopatra and how her beauty and allure was so stunning that men would travel the world wide to come to her and bestow gifts at her feet. You think she effed all of them because she was like, oh, I have nothing else to know. No. The mere fact that you brought this gift for me shows that you have already received whatever it is that you felt that you needed. And if there was some sort of 
I'm buying this, some sort of transaction, I'm buying this for sexual favors, that right there is solicitation of prostitution. So which one is it? Did you get the gift because you felt like it? Or are you getting that gift as some sort of down payment on pum pum? <laughs> Let's go forward because, you know, it's a woman's choice. I mean, listen, women are naturally hypergamous. So will there be women who are aroused by a man who has lots of power and money, who buys her expensive gifts? Of course, there will be women who are aroused by that. However, what she does with that arousal is her choice. Let's say she was feeling a bit juicy. You know, let's say, you know, the gift got the juices flowing, blood pumping. And she's like, you know what? Let me go skin out Pandeman. Let me go give him a little something. Let me walk upon it. Right? Let's say that's what that was her thought pattern. This brings us into number seven. 50 Cent is trying to equate this alleged rape as communication issues. He said, you know, she probably thought the N-word wanted some, some, some P-U-S-S-Y, but she didn't know he wanted an F her and A, right? And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Then he goes on to say that she probably didn't feel that she could stop the N-word from doing whatever it is that he was doing. And I'm like, this right here is the very essence of what rape is. I don't see how, where is the question? Where is, the, where is the question in anybody's mind? Where is the doubt? And I feel that this is why we need to have the conversation because I think there are so many people out there who are confused. Sex is communication. You communicate with your body. The other person communicates with their body. And you're not in some sort of blind, raging trance where you can't control yourself. And I think this is where we need to hold men accountable. It's like you want to be leader. You want to be head of household. But then on the other hand, you're like, oh, I go into a blind rage whenever blood enters my penis and then I can no longer think straight and I turn into a wild roving animal that sounds like a type of person that needs to be put down or chemically castrated this doesn't sound like a person who is responsibly going out there wielding their penis because if you're in an interaction with a person listen consent ongoing consent just because you consent to one thing doesn't mean that you consent to everything. And then you can revoke consent at any time. 50 Cent chalks it up to him just, the, it just being a communication issue that he got carried away. And it's like far too often we make these excuses for men. And it's like we think of the word rape as such a, a, a harsh word, just like the word racist. People don't want to be associated with it, but their actions are the actions of a person who rapes. Their actions are the actions of a person who is racist. And they will tell you and detail for you what it is that they have done, how it is that they feel, and not really understand. They took a survey of college students and asked them whether or not they would, they described the, the actions whether or not they would participate in XYZ actions if they could get away with it. And the actions were having intercourse with a woman without her, you know, without her wanting it or saying yes, or if she was sleeping. They asked them many different, many different questions on the survey, all of which were different scenarios of rape. And in the survey, more than 70% of the men who answered the survey said that they would that they would do it. And it makes me wonder what's going on out there. What's happening behind these closed doors? And I know what it was like for me behind closed doors when I was younger and the way some of these men would behave. 
And it's like, what are we teaching our boys? This is why I think it's important for you to share video like this one so that we can start the conversation. So that you can have a conversation with your partner, with your ex-partners, with your cousins, your uncles, your fathers, your brothers out there, your friends. Because so many of us out there, we have friends who are really nice. And we have family members who are so nice. But we don't know what it is that they're doing behind closed doors. Because listen... If one in six women will be raped in her lifetime, raped or sexually assaulted, and in the black community, the numbers are even higher, unfortunately. The numbers are even higher. Somebody out there is doing raping. Somebody out there is doing the sexual assaulting. It's like nobody wants to think of their family member or their brother or father as one of those people. But by number's sake, there are people in our friend in our friends list and in, in our close inner circles, in our extended family, in our immediate family who are out there raping. And this is why I think it's important because if 50 Cent is laughing about this quote unquote communication issue, how many times has he had quote unquote communication issues behind the scenes? And you know what, let's go, let's go to number eight because I want to jump into the rest of the video. And then number eight, he starts out talking about at the end of the day, this was just, you know, Mike Tyson. He liked the girl. He bought her a car and things just got out of hand. That doesn't make it any less rape because you buy a person a car doesn't mean that it's rape. You be married to a person doesn't mean that it's not rape. This is why we have to have these conversations about consent. If you, if you can't, stop a person or if you feel like you can't stop a person from doing whatever it is that they want to your body that's not consent that's not consent and this is you know it's 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 frustrating engaging in this conversation because it's like some people will get it and some people won't it's like when it comes to women's bodies men seem to have a hard time understanding what consent is what it looks like but they understand consent when it comes to their own bodies. Just try to take your finger, <laughs> lube it up, and try to shove that in his anus and see whether or not he understands that consenting to one thing doesn't mean that you consent to everything. It's like sex is, is communication. You communicate with your body, they communicate with their body, and it's not like you're in some blind sexual rage where you can no longer hear, speak, or understand, and you're just like... Rawr, rawr, rawr. This is why I get really upset about us using graphic, violent terms to describe sex, like smashing and beating and all this other stuff, because that's not what it is. Sex is an act, an exchange between two different people. It's not a man going in there and beating down a woman's vagina or beating up a woman. It's that, that's not what it is. And just because a woman consents to being penetrated vaginally doesn't mean that she consents to you doing whatever it is that you want to, to her body. Because listen, there's some women out there who like to use a strap on. And because you agree, maybe let's say let's say you agree to uh, to to a finger penetrating you anally, or maybe some analingus or whatever. Does that mean that she can reach underneath the bed, put on her strap on, jump on the top behind you, and start ramming away as you scream and holler, <laughs> or even as you just shiver? No, it doesn't. That's not how it works. And I think that we need to have these conversations about what consent looks like about what ongoing consent is. Like, I remember when the Cosby case was out and people were like, oh, she went up to the hotel at 2 o'clock in the morning. She knew what it is. 
Okay, so let's say a person consents to going to a place, agreeing that, okay, well, you know what? Mm, person's interesting. Let's say they do want to have intercourse. They go there at 2 o'clock in the morning. But then they go there and they smell a smell that may be a little bit funny or he smell a little funky or maybe he's a little intoxicated or maybe she just doesn't like the way his haircut is trimmed. It doesn't matter what it is. She can go up there at 2.30 in the morning. If she decides then that she has changed her mind, then then what? Just her being there means that the man turns into some ravenous beast where he then, it, it's owed to him and he's going to get it by any means necessary. How is that sexy? How is that sexy for a man to just, to, to just engage in an activity using his penis to penetrate another person and not know whether or not that person is enjoying how his penis is penetrating them? How does that, I mean, you, you, you understand the, the, the sadisticness of it, right? It's like you use a member of your body and you don't care whether or not the person whose body you're inserting that member into is enjoying that insertion or they don't or they can't stop you from inserting as you choose it just doesn't make any sense and little wayne is a man who has daughters so i'm confused by why he's sitting there cackling about this and what 50 cent describes is the very essence of rape that is ra that is rape plain and simple you do not have consent for anal penetration and yet anal penetration ensues that's rape and it's like we need to have these conversations because they because so many of us talk to our daughters about how not to get raped. But we don't talk to our sons about how not to rape, about how coercion is sexual assault, about how sitting there begging over and over, please, 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 let me in, let me in, please, 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 going on and on after a person has already said no, wearing down their defenses is sexual assault. And how if a person is sleeping, they can't consent. How if a person consents to one person, that doesn't mean that they consent to two and three people. And it's like, we have these conversations, and there's so many men that just don't get it. I read an article about how, how running trains is the, the first induction that many black boys or young men get into sex, and that far too many of those cases are gang rapes where the girl was just, she was outnumbered and unable to say no. And nobody took the time to ask her, you know what, are you okay with what's going on? Nobody took the time to make sure that she was still able to continue to consent, that she wasn't feeling intimidated, that she wasn't in a space where she knew that she could not get home or she felt that she could get hurt or that you all would hurt her further. And then people just come in and they just do whatever it is that they want. And it's like, these are the ongoing conversations that we need to have because we have 50 Cent up here laughing and little Wayne who has daughters laughing about this and what he is describing is unequivocally rape. We've got to talk up with one another about these things because even to this day, you know, I post on my Facebook page about what consent is, about about sexual assault. And there are still people out there till this very day, and I'm sure there will be comments on this video. Don't go somewhere if you expect a man not to rape you. And I'm like, God, is this what we think of men? This is like, this is an insult to mankind. That we think so lowly of them that we're like, oh, they're just out at what once once the the blood flows into their penis, they just they transform into these animals, 
And my point is, if men are wild animals outside of control and constraint, even by themselves or other people, and, and so much so that they will harm others with their penis, with abandon, recklessly, wantonly, with no regret, then they need to be euthanized. I'm sorry. It just it doesn't make sense to have people that out or, or chemically castrated. Let's put that. Let's put it that way. They need to be put down. If, you, if you're that much out of control, it's like, how much longer are we going to continue to make these types of excuses for grown human beings? So much so that decades, years, centuries later, we're still lecturing girls, the people. Listen, no rape can take place without the rapist. But yet, we are constantly lecturing the raped about not getting raped instead of having the conversation with young men about what rape is, what consent is, and not to rape. Please share this video and I want to hear your thoughts about this whole brouhaha because I'm stunned that people are out there talking about the colorism quote and we'll talk about that in another video but this video needed a complete whole whole dedication in and of itself because some men's whole sexual strategy is to get you into a vulnerable position where one you can't get home two you're 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 compromised because part of your clothing is off three you're compromised because you're intoxicated and their whole motif is to somehow make you in, incapable of saying yes but the absence the absence of no is not yes only yes is yes the absence of a yes is still a no. If a person is knocked out or otherwise incapacitated, and so like some people were even talking about that whole Bill Cosby thing, talking about, oh, they knew what they were getting into, this, that, and the other. There were people who specifically stated that they did not consent to having quaaludes, but he was poisoned. He was, <laughs> he was drugging them, spiking their drinks, and some of them could barely claw their way away from him before he, he mounted them. And then also, if a person is passed out, and a big star like him, big star like Cosby, if there were women who were consenting to be a part of this Anastasia fetish that he has of, of penetrating people who are unaware, because you know what, people think that, that rape is a crime of sex when it's really a crime of power to know that you can abscond or steal or take from a person without them being able to stop you, without them being able to have control over their own bodies. And that's where the fetish from from knowing that you can take away their take away their will, take away their ability. And a man like Bill Cosby with all of the money that he had, if there were women who were willing to enter into these these sexual relationships with him, where is the the consent form? You know, you you're a big you're a big man talking about 60 something plus women coming out and and accusing him and not one of them has any type of consent form over decades you would think that after he got an accused decades ago that he would have been like okay well you know what i know this is risky business people can make maybe say they don't remember etc and not get any consent form for this fetish that he has to be safe and just make sure that everything is on the up and up i mean it just doesn't make any sense and it's like i'm tired of Coming into this day where we are constantly blaming women for men's bad behavior, remember as we leave this video, the only person responsible for rape is the rapist. That's it. 
And if you or someone you know has been a victim of rape, make sure that you contact RAIN, the Rape and Incest Network. Talk to them and find out how you can get a therapist or someone to work with you to be able to help you heal. Make sure that you remind yourself, no matter what it is that somebody else says, it is not your fault. You did not deserve it. If you are a victim of childhood sexual assault, make sure that you know and understand the adult was the responsible party. They were. There was nothing that you did to cause that. You weren't too sexy as a child. You weren't too flirtatious. You didn't try to get your mama man or your uncle or your, your, your cousin or your pop pop. No, you didn't do that. They were the person who had the adult mind. You had the child's mind and they manipulated you into that situation. You know, there's too many of us who think of rape only as the violent act that you see on TV where they slap a person, slap, 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 then rip, rip. And we don't do a good job as the media of really truly educating what rape looks like. Rape happens in the quiet of night. Rape happens when a person already knows that they're outpowered, outgunned, or outnumbered, and they just, rather than be raped and beat up, they just allow the rape to just take place so that they could just be able to to get it over with but as a man come on why why would you want to put your 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 penis in an area where the person is like let's just get this over with i mean god it's like you know we have so much rewriting that we need to do in our society listen on that note i'm going to jump out of this video i want to hear your thoughts below in terms of the arbitals the reading between the lines did you hear what i heard in the video. Am I being too just too dramatic? I want to know. Am I am I am I overstepping? I know there're going to be some people who feel that way, but I am confident enough in my knowledge about what rape and sexual assault is, and if you aren't, I implore you to pick up your state statute of laws and codes in your state and take a look. Take a look. You can be in the middle of sex, in the middle of it. And if it doesn't feel good, if it's, if it's not right, if it's hurting, if, it, if you're just not receiving any pleasure, you can tell him to stop mid-stroke and he has to stop. I mean, it's like it's long gone are the days where we just make excuses for men like they're just mindless animals. Men have the ability to stop. And they know good and doggone well that if it was their daughter mid-stroke and she asked the man to stop or she moved out of the way, that it's not then his time to then hold her down, pin her down, or try to maneuver his, his penis back in. If she says stop, stop. If she moves away and, and if she gives any indication that she doesn't want it, just stop it. Just end it. Wouldn't it feel much better to be with a woman who wants you and is opening wide for you? Why do you have to feel like you have to wrestle your way in? And like I said, that's far too many men's motif. And we as women, we've become far too comfortable with just allowing this wearing down of your defenses, this coercion to be typical sex. Listen, on that note, Tanya TKO and I am out. Go out there and love one another, but most importantly, love yourself. And part of loving yourself is having difficult conversations, digging deep with inside of yourself to know when it is that you've been hurt, harmed, or violated. And then doing something about that, using the resources that we have available to us to get the healing that you need. Remember, healing is yours. Forgiveness is yours. It's up to you to take the time to heal yourself, forgive yourself, and be able to move forward into a healthy, thriving life. There is life after rape. There really is.
Tanya TKO, and I'm out. Peace. Thank you for watching. Make sure that you thumbs up the video, make sure that you subscribe, and hit the bell notifications to be notified of new videos. Leave a comment below, share the video, and come over to tanyatko.com to subscribe to my personal mailing list and drop me a message of a viral story that you'd like for me to cover. See you on the other side. Peace.